Good evening, baseball fans, and welcome to Top 10 Thursdays. It's Friday, and I'm Sean Lemmy. John Otney. Colin Westman. Matt Carstens. And we're here, as is, I guess, our annual tradition, to talk about the Seattle Mariners, our favorite baseball team, because that's where we live. That's about the only reason to be a Mariner fan anymore, I reckon. You reckon? <laughs> Just Seattle pride. That's it. Yeah, that's where I live. That's what, what it's I always know. been about. I'm not particularly proud of Seattle, I don't think. <laughs> really? Not at all. I guess we did, we did the gay marriage thing last last election. That was cool. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I don't know you're Kenny so- G. I didn't know you hated Seattle so much. You know? I don't hate Seattle. <laughs> I was just like, what's Seattle done for me? <laughs> Raised you. Yeah. Molded you into the man you are today. Well, I know a lot of people who aren't happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of things people aren't happy about, the Seattle Mariners. Uh, last year we we talked about our, our ten reasons we were trying to get people excited about the Mariners, things to look forward to, because we thought, sure, 2011 was a bummer and many of the seasons before, but things are looking up for 2012, and then they weren't. So this year we're going the opposite direction, I guess. Reasons to uh, to temper your uh, expectations for the Mariners season. And uh, number one with the bullets got to be because of uh, the shakeup over at Lookout Landing, right? Our favorite Mariners blog. Yeah, this has been... I mean, I think this this announcement and the Google Reader announcement both happened on the same day. (laughs) So, like, I felt like my internet world um, is collapsing upon me. It's quite depressing. Uh, so if, if you hadn't been reading, Lookout Landing uh, was a, uh, a blog run by uh, by Jeff Sullivan and Matthew, last name withheld, and uh, Caruth. They they were two like really smart, funny, talented writers who definitely made these last few years of being a Mariner fan a lot more bearable. And uh, they both announced that they were leaving Lookout Landing just a couple weeks ago. It hurts. It does hurt. I mean, for me especially, like I feel like <laughs> Jeff Sullivan really was the only thing keeping me interested in the Mariners. Like, it was a reason just to read his writing. Since, uh, you know, I'm a guy, I, I appreciate good comedy writing. And, you know, the fact that he was so knowledgeable about baseball and was able to make it funny and sort of uh, was able to wallow in the misery with with the rest of us, but do it sort of, I don't know, in a way that made it more bearable. That was, that was nice. But, um, I mean, he's already posted twice since he quit Lookout Landing over on kind of the other big Mariners blog, USS Mariner. And, you know, he quit, what was it, like a week ago? So... I'm hopeful that'll be he'll be posting over on USS Mariner fairly frequently. Yeah, and I I almost 
prefer it because I, I mean, for a while I wasn't even reading Lookout Landing, especially over the off season this year. I, I didn't really read it too much. I mean, I'm a big fan of the, uh, the game recaps. Yeah, <laughs> I was a fan of when he would just, you know, post his little graph that, yeah, that plotted out yeah. the entire trajectory of the game, and then yeah. just have one image in the middle of the graph that would somehow sum up the futility of the game basically yeah. <laughs> like a burning building that said murders on the front of it or something like yeah. that and it was always like really poorly done like a like a he did it in paint or something yeah <laughs> uh, yeah but i mean i feel like now he's only going to write about the mariners when he's inspired to which i feel will produce better you know less frequent but better material you know what i mean Mm-hmm. So that's I'm I'm excited about that. I, I feel like I enjoyed his first few posts at USS Mariner, and and um, yeah, it's just, it's just I guess it really showed me that Lookout Landing was a place I went for Jeff Sullivan, not really Lookout Landing. You know, like I I don't go to these Mariner websites for Mariner news. You know what I mean? I go with them. Yeah. I go to them, you know, I'll, I'll stop trying to say, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's your catchphrase. Yeah, I guess. That's a shitty, that's a shitty catchphrase. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to, I don't go to these websites for news. I go to them to laugh and to learn about, you know, different things. Not, you know, Jeff Baker can tell me all I need to know about, you know, what happened. You know, all the things he you know, got from the Mariners press release, he can he can type up on his blog and that'll give me the news. But I mean, you don't even need that anymore in the modern news landscape. You just need Twitter. Yeah, pretty much, you know, because I've got my own opinions already. The the instant stuff comes out. But, you know, it's 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 fun to it was always fun to see the spin that Jeff was going to put on it, you know, Mm -hmm. or on a more serious note, what Matthew was going to say about it, you know. But uh, yeah. So that's yeah. A, that's a pretty big shot, shot to the, to the gut. Yeah, and no one should have the weight of yeah. the Veritas on them for. It's been almost what like ten years since he started doing this. Yeah. This ugh, I can't imagine. Yeah. Well, I mean, one thing about it is I feel like. Jeff Sullivan wrote way more than he needed to. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think anyone else on SB Nation was just doing a one of those blogs alone and writing, you know, <laughs> like 10 paragraphs a night about the worst team in baseball. <laughs> like, I, I can't believe he, he was so dedicated, but <sighs> he had a good run. I'm, I'm also really going to miss the, uh, the bullet holes. I imagine those will continue on with the new writers. Yeah, well, they already have. But then, I'll see. You know. Who cares? <laughs> Sorry, John Shields. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Uh, next on our list uh, is the fact that the Angels and the Rangers and the A's all make us feel bad as Mariners fans. Uh, the Angels and the Rangers, because they're already so goddamn good and they're just getting better. And they got and tons they- of money, too. And then the A's, because, like, there's another team that had to do some rebuilding, and they're, like, being way more successful at it than we are. But I feel like the A's, like, I'm still not threatened by the A's. 
If only because we still beat them all the time. Even though, I mean, they'll win the rest of their games, but we still beat them. <laughs> so I don't feel like they're that good. Like the Angels, my entire adult life, I don't think I've ever watched the Mariners win a series against the Angels. <laughs> like it really seems like it. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so frustrating. <laughs> and so, so I, like I, the Angels are probably my most hated team at this point in my life. Like I hate the Angels. They're all, you know, they're like five feet tall, pissing me off. <laughs> and then we finally got one of them, and they, they're all jokes on us. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But, yeah, Angels are going to be good. Rangers, I feel like they'll still be really good, but, I mean, I don't know. Maybe Nolan Ryan will put a curse on them or something well, how do you put a curse on his own team well there's there's a, a bunch of controversy of um because they named uh the general manager uh president and that was his title yeah so there's been all this controversy lately of like they're th- he's gonna step like step out of the way step out of the franchise and he's all pissed they're kind of forcing him out for some reason i don't know it's not like it's because they suck, I guess. <laughs> they suck. They didn't win that World Series. Come on. Either of them. Either of them. But, um, yeah. But, I don't know. I try to, to not let other teams make me feel too bad. I mean, do you think the A's will con- continue to stay good? I think or do you think last year was kind of a fluke and they kind of just w- rode that wave of momentum at the end of the year? I think it was a lot to do with them not... I mean, I give... To Sean's dismay, I give Bob Melvin a lot of credit for the, for the way no. <laughs> for the way that he managed that team. I mean, they didn't have any stars, so it was okay for him to really take advantage of platoon situations and and really get the most out of his players without you know Raul Abanez you know whining that he's not hitting lefties or whatever you know. So I mean. But I do, I do feel like they they over uh, overachieved a little bit. So I think they'll come back down to earth, and and we'll meet them on earth, hopefully. <laughs> I don't know. It just it makes it that much harder to get excited about the team when our team looks largely the same, and you have these three guys all out there. Does our team uh, look largely the same though, Sean? To me, I feel like it does. Yeah. I feel like we didn't make meaningful changes this year we made changes that kind of keep us in the same place mm-hmm. well, we'll get to that uh but the other thing about our division worth talking about this season is fucking houston astros <laughs> <laughs> god i can't even like it might be fun just because i like i like the idea of going to games where i have like such a sense of superiority <laughs> against the team we're playing but like, how can you get excited about, yeah, more games with the Astros this season? Get to see the Astros well, more. Well, one, I'm all about it because Eric Bedard was named their fifth starter the other day. <laughs> and I'm all about Eric Bedard. Um, their second baseman is five foot five. I'm all about him. He's just like a hero. <laughs> is, he, is he an inspiration to you? I, I am one and three quarters inches taller than him. So <laughs> that is a, that's a big thing. Um I don't know. I, I like new things. They're fun and shiny, I guess, you know. 
Do they have any more former Mariners on their team? Uh, I don't think so. Because I feel like that's usually a trademark of the worst teams in baseball. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> was the hope- Royals I'm, or I'm, hope- I'm hoping they sign. Uh, oh, I guess Milwaukee signed Yoon, so okay. that's not gonna happen. Oh, yeah. I'm stoked. I was, for the hoping, I, I was hoping we'd have a have a Uni Andy Chavez, you know, rematch. <laughs> Round two. <laughs> this time it's personal. <laughs> What but, would you uh, want to happen this time? Um, uh, like guns and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, last night I was grocery shopping at Walmart mm-hmm. at like one thirty in the morning. <laughs> yeah. And there's when the fresh stuff comes in. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> there's this guy. Um, when I was going out back out to my car, and this guy was like getting in his truck and he's wearing an Astros hat and I was like oh an Astros fan and he's like yeah welcome to the division uh, I'm guessing you could relate to that because that's that's usually my reply when someone's like you're a Mariner fan I'm like yeah kind of regret it though <laughs> you know, civic pride baby unless you're Sean yeah. you just hate where you're from I don't know, maybe. I never thought of it like that. <sighs> yeah. But, uh... So yeah. you wouldn't put this one on the list. You're ex- you're straight up excited about these two. I think it's, there's more positives about it than there are negatives. Yeah, I agree. I feel good about it. Yeah. It's just going to be nice to not be last in the division, finally. Yeah, see, there we go. Yeah, but the other side of that is so embarrassing if we lose to them a lot. <laughs> If we lose the division, what we, you know we're used to this. Yeah, shit. I got nothing else to lose. Can't get that much worse. So what? We lose a few games of the Astros. Big deal. If anyone wants to talk to me about how bad the Mariners are, I'm like, you know, it's almost football season, so <laughs> that's all. So. His name is Russell. Cool down, Joe. Uh, another big change this year. Uh, we, we brought the walls in at Safeco. As we got tired of being a pitcher-friendly park, I guess. I, 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 I'm excited about this. I don't know why. Nah, I'm super scared. Right. Like the White Sox <laughs> are gonna come to town and hit like <laughs> a million dingers. The thing is, I felt like every other team already came to town and hit a million dingers. So, <laughs> so I, I, like, yeah, Jason Vargas was like good, I guess, but I, I still felt like. At least once a series, someone was hitting a shot into the left field bleachers, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess fences don't matter to them, you know, whatever. <laughs> you just think we have the kind of players that need that 10 extra feet or whatever? Well, it's not so much run. that, but I, I, I do think it, a lot of it is, like, these guys have to hit in this ballpark every single day. So, like, it kind of gets in their head that way, but, uh, whatever. Yeah, like know. the Texas Rangers and stuff when they come to town. But I don't it's not gonna be like playing in Texas. Like it's still gonna be a pitcher park. We're, okay. We still got the Steve Poole marine layer, you know. It's, we, <laughs> it's not Sweet. you know. I I, I I told my brother that we should uh instead of moving the fences and we should like do some global warming shit and like spray a bunch of aerosol over Puget Sound and <laughs> take care of the problem that way. Yeah, like when China 
altered the climate in Beijing for the Olympics. That's sweet. <laughs> How did they do that? that? They're like shooting cannons in the air. I don't know what <laughs> they were shooting. That doesn't sound safe. You're going Those to cannons got to land somewhere. They're going to land somewhere lame. I doubt they were shooting cannonballs. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what they were shooting, but they, there was, there's so much smog in Beijing, they were worried that the athletes would have, like, lung problems and breathing problems. <laughs> it's worth it for that competing. nice, warm climate. Well, one of the... I, I, I did a story on this uh, cyclist last summer, and, and she was, like, lampooned because her and her cyclist team, like, got off the airplane, and they were wearing masks. And, like, China was, like... Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they were like, whoops. So they had to, like, apologize, and it was a big deal. It's like they were just trying to not, you know, get sick before the biggest moment of their lives, I guess. But it's disrespectful. Yeah, man. Don't fucking cheat on that. Yeah. They got a lot of drummers over there. Uh, and then I guess the rest of our concerns about this season are, are players. Like I said, I don't think we made that many exciting changes to the roster. And uh, in fact, now that spring training is winding down and we're seeing the final roster take shape, it's it's really hard to get excited about, especially like now that we basically officially know that uh, Blake Boring, I mean, uh, Blake Bevan will be uh, one of our starting pitchers. I mean, come on, Ugh, the most boring guy uh, in the world. It sucks. Is that that really douchey-looking guy, too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now I remember him. Now, the, the positive him. spin to the Blake Bevan story, I guess, is he has a new delivery. And so some and people beard. are like, oh, it would be just like Doug Fister. But I, I just don't believe it. Doug Fister was never this boring. <laughs> Doug Fister's pretty boring. But he's, like, all lanky, so I feel like yeah. that, that makes him cool. Yeah, he's, like, super tall. So that's something. I feel like Blake Bevan's pretty tall. It's a but yeah, picture. I mean, he is boring and he's terrible too. So <laughs> it's like there's nothing worse than like a young upstart player that doesn't really seem to have that much potential. I just love he's... his story. Is like he was a high, like a first round pick. He threw in like the high nineties, and then. Texas is like, oh, why don't you not do that anymore? <laughs> like, let's, like, let's, instead of practicing that and trying to get good at that, why don't you just try to, like, be bad, like, not as good? <laughs> just, just get by with, like, throwing in the, the 88, 90 range, you know? That, that was what they told them, you think? Well, I mean, they pretty much turned him into a fifth starter by, like, telling him to th not throw as hard and, you know, you know, pitch to contact. Well, was that out of concern for, I don't know, his sure they had arm strength or yeah, whatever? Yeah, I'm sure they had legitimate reasons. It's just like, God. Makes him really boring. He's like, you're a little too exciting, you know? <laughs> Tone it down. Tone it down a little bit, man. Oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> And... And he's an inch shorter than Doug Fister. <laughs> God, I didn't realize Doug uh, Fister is six foot eight. Oh yeah, it's huge. I kind of miss that guy. But I mean, yeah, I really miss that yeah. guy. Yeah. 
Especially when he like got you know all like really good. Yeah, right after he left our team. No, he was really good when he was on our team. That's why he he was pretty good. Right. But I feel like he got even better when he left. Yeah, I think the thing was we were like this, like he's having a career year. He'll never be this good again. So let's trade him. And then, nope. I I wasn't quite that. It was more like he's better. He's a better pitcher than Jason Vargas, so we could probably get more for him. But then what we, if, we yeah. got Casper Wells, who you know we're just about to dump anyway. So yeah, that's that's the next one on our list, Casper Wells, a solid defender, guy you can hit for power. But I guess the team just doesn't like him. Hmm. Can you explain why he's getting shit listed? Um, Eric Wedge doesn't like him because he's streaky um he strikes out a lot but i mean for what you want in a fourth outfielder especially in the american league i imagine especially when you have um two outfielders like raul abanias and mike morris who are <laughs> terrible i think dave cameron once described raul abanias as like having his feet like laid in concrete, <laughs> um, you know, it, it's good if you it's a, you got a one run lead late in the game and you want to use a fourth outfielder that's a, you know, is you know an elite you know defender. You can play center field. You know, that's good to have, especially in Safeco. Um, but I guess he'd rather have Jason Bay, who you know is bad, <laughs> a bad defender, has been. Is he- has he been turning it around in spring training? Is that why they've given him a second chance? I don't know. He hit 300 or whatever that is in spring training. It's so funny. That's not funny. Never mind. It's depressing. It's depressing. <laughs> okay. But, uh, but I mean, they. I feel like they tried to give Casper Wells the inside track to the job, but, you know, he, he did go, like, nine for 50 or whatever in, like, a... T- 20 million strikeouts <laughs> in spring training so 20 million yeah. out of 50 at bats I mean that's it's <laughs> hard to do it's a lot of swings but yeah I think he had like he had like 9 hits and 5 of them were in one game mm-hmm. and, uh, so you know Jason Bay's been like I'm a veteran man I'm hella good we got so many veterans I don't even know what to do they're all so slow. I know they gotta teach Montero how to be slow, but like <laughs> be respected while being slow. We brought in the experts of slowness. Yeah. Respectable slowness. Yeah. So what about Eric Thames? I just was happy that well, I found he was still on the roster. Yeah. I don't know what his role with the team would be anymore. Well, he's not gonna make the team out of spring training. I think he's already been uh he can, he can, he can be the team bouncer. Seriously. So Fuck some dudes up. <laughs> His giant God. muscles. I love I'm gonna have to dubstep. Is it was yeah. that was that a true story that that he like I feel like I read this somewhere that he was so ripped that he had to get less ripped because it was yeah. like affecting his yeah. swing. I heard that, yeah. yeah. That is that is so awesome. Yeah that's like Arnold Schwarzenegger stuff. Yeah. 
It makes it seem like he wasn't even like particularly good at a sport. He was just good at working out, and he like, just <laughs> followed this track to baseball. It's so like, well, baseball is a sport for rich dudes. You can try I feel like I feel like it's not though. I feel like being ripped lends itself more to like basketball or football, like since you're you know you're athletic. Because Eric Thames isn't even that good of a defender. It's funny how he's not really that good at any one thing. He's just kind of okay at everything. Mm-hmm. So it, it it really is like he was just like super ripped <laughs> and like good at working out. But I guess he'll be a professional athlete. Yeah. Should have been a UFC fighter. Uh, yeah. Still time. He's, he's too pretty. Yeah. Doesn't want to. But he'll be he'll be hanging out in Tacoma, so he'll be. To Compton. To Compton. That's what they call it. Who's they? People from Tacoma. I don't think they call it that. <laughs> Let's go find out. I'll meet you there. Hook up with Eric Dames. Go to some clubs. <laughs> He'll be too busy so, kicking you out of him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm so no expert. Okay, but, but I think this is the make or break year for Justin Smoke, right? I, I think so. It sounds about right. Yeah. And I, he probably doesn't even have the full year. He's probably just got a couple months to be good or go away, right? Yeah. I do wonder how good does he need to be? Like batting over two fifty? He needs to be takes? Cliff Lee good. Damn it! <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. I'd say you know he's got to be. 250, 260, getting Hit, on base. Hitting some dingers every once in a while. Hitting some dingers, hitting some doubles. You know. I mean, like, honestly. I don't think we were ever expecting him to be a superstar, were we? We were just expecting him to be well, like, a guy that we could count on for some power. Yeah. But the, the thing is that I realize about so many of these young players is, is like, they're not. Like so, my coworker is a is an Angels fan. This guy on on the copy desk in my paper, and he he's from L.A. and he's an Angels fan, and and he's he's we were talking about the Angels third baseman the other day, Alberto Cayaspo, and I was like, oh, what's what's his deal? Because he's not really a star or whatever. He's like, oh, he's just like a solid player, you know. He hits like two eighty. I mean, he's not that good, but <laughs> and I was just like, like. Like, that's the problem with us is that we're not, like, 280 or 270 or even 260 isn't this, the floor. It's, like, that is... That's the ceiling. Yeah, Do we have f- anyone that hit 280 last year? No. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think so. Like, the, the f- like, like, if only our players didn't hit 200... Like, if they just hit league average... Or we'd 190 pro- in yeah. the case of Brendan Ryan. Yeah, we'd probably be an okay team. <laughs> like, that's the, that's what I heard on the radio today. It was, was something that I, I can't remember who said it, but but he said, like, the Mariners just need their guys... Like, it, it's it's not really even about home runs as much as it is, as it is just hitting and hitting and getting on base, really. I mean, for Smoke, he's, he, you know, he's if he hits 260 with a 330... OBP, it's not the greatest, but it's so much better than what we had. You know what I mean? And he'll hit some dingers, and 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 I I believe in the in the whole swing of like his new swing and all that stuff because it's 
dramatically different than it was from the other times he was kind of fluky good. So did I, he, he kind of turn it around at the end of the last season? Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went to AAA and he came back with like his left-handed swing is dramatically different. I mean, okay. he, he, I mean, you know, he used to let go with his with his left hand, and now he doesn't. Now he holds follows through with both hands. And you know, I'm not a scout or whatever, but it you know, it looks pretty short and compact, you know, so it's looked pretty good. <laughs> I remember being pretty upset last year because last year for me, I was like, "This is my make or break, Justin Smoke here," and I was pretty ready to be done with him. And then he came back for like September, and it was great. And I was getting pretty pissed because yeah. I'm I feel like that's just setting up, kind of like Sean Figgins, although I never had as much faith in in Sean Figgins as I do in Justin Smoke. But it's like every year there's like something in the off season to get me excited about him again. And I know I'm just going to be disappointed. I got, I got faith. Oh, it'd be nice, because what's our alternative? Our first base. Um, what's his name? You yeah, know, our biggest acquisition that I can't remember. Henry Morales. Henry Morales. Yeah. <laughs> Dingers, man. Dingers. What is he going to play? DH. Right now, DH. DH. Yeah. Okay. So then Montero is just our catcher now. Straight up. Straight Until up. Zunino's ready. And only carrying two catchers. Okay. Suicide. <laughs> Man's got a huge lump on his head. <laughs> just throw Raul back there. God, that's what I'm saying. He's got experience. Oh yeah. Maybe not catching experience, but he's got. No, he he does have he he, oh, he does. does he? Oh yeah, he. I thought you were referencing that. No, I don't know. Uh, yeah, Paul he is mean, that deep. I mean, he came up through the Mariners system as a catcher. Oh there's, yeah. There's hella pictures of him, like baseball cards, as, as a catcher. Wow. Okay. I'm all be the next, uh, the next Jamie Burke. Gosh, I love Jamie Burke. <laughs> as long as we're talking about catchers, let's talk about the fact that we traded John Jasa for Mike Morse. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I appreciate how much Sean hates this. Like, because <laughs> even like, I'm pretty analytical in my thinking of the Mariners and pessimistic, and everyone hated this, and and I I didn't like it that much, you know, and I tried to convince my dad that I didn't like it that much, and but I mean, I mean I got MLB TV and I've been watching all the games in the spring, and I watched the one today, and God, Mike Morse, he's a dinger machine, dinger dinger dinger. I went to sp- one spring training game and he had two dingers and it was awesome. Yeah, well, you want to get real? Jason <laughs> hit three triples this spring. So, what's the point? Triples way more exciting than a home run. Yeah. Like, I mean, just, yeah. John Jason was the bright spot of that season. I mean, outside of the pitching, outside of Felix, it was John Jason's year last season. Yeah, he was. All-American hero. I mean, he wasn't spectacular, but he always came in in those clutch situations. I feel like he had at least like five or six game-winning hits. Yeah, but yeah, he looked like zero-zero games. He's like single-handedly winning Mariner games. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, yeah. I mean, but he legitimately was one of the best left-handed hitters in the league last year. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that that they don't. The Mariners just don't see him as that. They. Eric Wedge sees him as a part-time player. 
that was everyone's argument. Like, we're trading our backup catcher in, you know, the whole sabermetric community saying, well, that's the point. He's not a backup catcher. Like, he's a legitimate star catcher. <laughs> but everyone, but they don't use him like that, you know. I mean, if you wanted to get more production from John Jaso, it, it would mean that you play him every day. But you also have this Montero guy that you want to play every day, so. Well, and it just furthers this idea that the Mariners have no idea how the catching position works at all. At least that's the impression I get. Because we have not had a good defensive catcher that I can think of since Dan Wilson. What about Kenji? Was he, was he bad at defense? I, I can't I remember. I thought he was like, okay, but he was mainly a hitter, wasn't he? Yeah, I don't think he was terrible. The, his problem was everyone just hated him. <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> he was well, Dan imagine, Wilson. I imagine it's tricky having a catcher who doesn't natively speak English. Yeah, I feel like that would be pretty tough. But, you know. Racist. But I guess Spanish is probably the language you need to know on the Mariners. <sighs> Do we have any Spanish pitchers right now? Well, besides Felix. Uh, or Venezuela. Did I mention him? Well, I know. Yeah. I didn't eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any, any Spaniards? <laughs> any people from Spain. But yeah, I, it's not what I meant. <laughs> um, Oliver Perez? I don't know who that is. He's a lefty in our bullpen. God, our bullpen. Bartender. I just don't care about our bullpen at all, to be honest. That's that's okay. Does anyone ever care about the bullpen? Unless they're super good. They're so wacky. Dude, last time they got a perfect game last year, so (laughs) pretty (laughs) amazing. No hitter. No way or whatever. Give a shit. They did it. I was driving to Ellensburg during that game, and it was kind of like I had it on the radio. But when you drive to Ellensburg, you gotta like switch stations midway, yeah. and there's a big, big section where you can't really hear it. And so I didn't really know what was going on. I was actually driving to Yakima, and I, I like I get in past Ellensburg over the mountain there, and I'm in the clear to Yakima, and I I find I find a station and. All of a sudden, Rick Riz is going nuts, and I'm like freaking out. I'm like, what's going on? I don't know what's going on. Well, I stopped watching after what's his name, fat old guy. Kevin, Kevin Nolan. Nolan. After he's like, he's like, oh, I hurt my groin. <laughs> so I was like, well, there it goes. So yeah, and then I went out to dinner with you, Nancy, you and Sarah, and then we like afterwards listen to the radio. Oh yeah, no hitter. Oh yeah. I'm mainly just worried about my groin. <laughs> Do you ever recover from that? I don't think he ever fully emotionally recovered from that. <laughs> Is he retired yet? I think so. He was like, well, my groin kind of hurts, so maybe I'll play for like one team, but if not, fuck it. <laughs> Go ride that's some the, horses. That's the greatest interview ever. <laughs> he did not Jack, that's still going? Uh, he was signed by someone. I bet it was the Astros, but I'll just check. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to talk while I'm looking this up. Okay, well, okay, so you guys know that, like, just because I love John Jason so much, I'm anti-Mike Morris. 
How do you guys feel about him and the impending dinger fest? All about dingers? I got one. I, I, I do like the dingers, or at least the prospect of dingers, because we have been very starved for for the long ball in the last few years. And I also yeah, like... I mean, this was one I, I was kind of pissed about when it happened, but the more and more I hear about it, it, it seems like Mike Morse, Morse might be decent. Yeah. In he's got the, those long flowing locks. I'm hoping for like a Samson and Delilah type thing where his strength is in his hair. <laughs> <laughs> and he's so confident. Yeah. Like almost to the point where he seems like a douchebag. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm about it. I feel like at this point in my life, I'm kind of over like trying the trying to will the Mariners to make good decisions. So I'm kind of like, I know I'm not in control, so I'm just going to try to enjoy yeah. the positives. <laughs> and he seems like pretty pumped about playing here. He's not like, oh, yeah, well, whatever. Yeah, that, that was job. pretty cool. Like, he's like, yeah, I like playing here, you know? Like he wanted to it's come so prove to It's so hard to us. get players to come here. It's like... <laughs> Seriously, so sad as a fan, like, I don't want to go there. I'll go for this to this place for less money. Mm. Wasn't there a case like that? One of the Uptons? J- Justin one? Upton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Refused to play for the Rangers. Oh, gosh. That just, that stinks. <laughs> but, I mean, look at the other side. I mean, the Seahawks, everyone is taking less money to come play for the Seahawks. Because <laughs> they're so yeah, awesome. But, um... I can't quite see. Uh, according to Wikipedia, Jack Cust is still no alive. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. Long distance jogger. So one of my favorite parts of the off season was when we traded Mike Carp for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so much hate. Sean has had an undying disdain for Mike Carp since the beginning. I don't think you ever explained why. I'd be interested to know if you could explain why. Or is it's it just, just one this of those instinctual things... thing where you look at that guy and you're like, fuck that guy. No, there was a reason at some point, but it's so long ago and it's such a part of just who I am as a person <laughs> that I couldn't tell you what it is that I hate about Mike Crap anymore. <laughs> okay, one of those. Is that the same as Bob, I mean, your Bob Melvin hatred? I feel like I just hated Bob Melvin because I was like getting serious about the Mariners and they were sucking. I needed to hate somebody. <laughs> okay. Might as well be the man in charge. But yeah, Mike Carp on the Red Sox. And in return, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> was he a guy that was ever going to get good or did he kind of reach his He got already? good. He got good for that month or whatever. He did for a he little while. He basically carried the team... August and September, two years ago, and then uh, and then he was going to be our starting left fielder, and Miguel Valiva was going like he's going to hit like thirty bombs, you know, and, and uh, sweet impression. And I that's a terrible impression. <laughs> he, he's got a much more feminine voice than that, <laughs> but uh, that was more like Italian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever happened to that Italian guy we had? You know, I was I was I was going somewhere. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, but I I was I was a big Mike Carp believer. Like he could have been our cheap, bad defensive left fielder that just you know, like he could have been our, um, God, what's that guy's name? Plays for the Diamondbacks. 
used, used to play for the Twins. Anyways, bad left field, <laughs> left-handed hitting, uh, you know, dinger guy. Jason Kubel? Yeah, Jason Kubel, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, like, he was, like, he, he had, he, he could have been Jason Kubel. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's Ooh. the thing that we're... And, like, that, I mean, hey, some guy hits, like, 25, 30 home runs, you know, dances around in the outfield, you know, it's, that could have been us. But then, you know, he had to, like, break his shoulder, like, the first game of the season <laughs> and never quite recovered from that. And I think he'll still... Um, do something with his career. You know, he's running out of time though. By the way, uh, update on Jack Cust. He was signed by the Rays, but was released a couple weeks ago. No. Keep the dream alive. Why do you care so much? I feel like that guy, like, was better than we treated him. <laughs> he was. I mean, he, he had like a three fifty. He had like the best OBP on the Mariners. He, I mean, he just happened to be batting like a hundred. Yeah, but, he's just super good at getting walks. God, I just remember like being so about like that first series in Oakland, and he had such an attitude, like about like fuck you, Oakland, like because <laughs> that's where we got him from, right? Yep. Yeah, because so. I mean, he basically would like hit thirty home runs for him, and then. They would just like send him to AAA, <laughs> but I remember like he'd walk and he, he was the most confident walker. He'd like fling the bat towards the dugout and like, like pimp out his walk, and <laughs> he's a bad motherfucker. I'm just looking at this uh, Mar- or MLB trade rumors uh, weekend review, and uh, <laughs> it's just like five straight entries. It's, the Phillies released infielder Unieski Bentoncourt. The Marlins released utility man Sean Figgins. The Angels released <laughs> utility man Bill Hall. The Padres released no. pitcher Freddie Garcia. The Dodgers no. released Mark Lowe. The Rays released Jack Cust. It's just like former Mariners getting dumped. Wait, does that mean Miguel Oliva still has a job somewhere? Uh, no, he got released uh, today or yesterday. <laughs> Good. Good. Which is like, man, like five straight entries in this thing is former Mariners. Speaking of former Mariners, let's talk about everyone's favorite current Mariner, Felix. Uh, the biggest deal of the whole offseason uh, was that we gave him the biggest contract a pitcher's ever gotten. And everyone's all about it because it's great. But it does allow me to have this irrational concern that like, now that we've committed to him, he's going to just break something break everything i'm so I, I i couldn't be more confident felix yeah I, I don't feel like that's gonna happen has he ever really gotten much of an injury during the course of his time not here? an arm injury just when he he had a, an ankle injury i feel like he's got the weakest feet of any human <laughs> Ever. And he keeps his pants so baggy. It's yeah, I know. Really it freaks me out. I feel like every time he, like, runs to cover first, he always, like, hops away, like, all gingerly, and it, oh, it scares me to death. <laughs> but, uh... No, I mean, he's he's about as durable as they come, and he's, like, the greatest human being. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I mean, besides Russell Wilson, obviously, but... His name is Russell. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to have 
someone good on our team. I was watching the spring training game that he pitched a, while, a couple like a week ago, and he struck out nine batters in a row. Yeah, damn. It's like his changeup is like the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Like I'm at work and like I've got my work computer and I'm working and then I have my laptop out to the side and I'm watching the game and and it's just like embarrassing because every time I look over and he like he strikes someone out and I go ooh <laughs> <laughs> and my boss is like what are you doing over there <laughs> I'm just watching Felix pitch it's not a big deal. And then, you know, I get shit because, you know, I'm a Mariners fan. But but my boss doesn't give me too much shit because he's from Miami. So he, like, doesn't even, Miami. like, give a shit about the Marlins at all. He's, like, completely given up. So at least we're not the Marlins. And we're all getting there, though. We're <laughs> <laughs> well on our way. But it is. It's so comforting to have a player who is really really good and actually like really excited to be a mariner yeah that's the thing that to the team. yeah that's the thing that does it for me with felix is that he's he's all about us and it feels so like corny and 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 childish but as a fan like i, I, I watched that perfect game beginning to end i mean by coincidence what was it it was in september right the perfect game yeah I think it was in august summer. yeah yeah, so I mean it was August, so I mean it, it, the interest is waning. I had a day off. I was had a lot of chores to do around the apartment and stuff, and I said, "Oh, I'll just throw it on the good old projector, and you know, I'll watch an inning or whatever." And and every time Felix pitches, I'm on no hitter alert. Like <laughs> if he goes one, two, three in the first inning, I'm not getting off the couch, you know. And, and so that happened, and then it happened again. Then it happened again. I mean, by the seventh inning, I've never had to pee so bad in my life. But I was not getting off that couch. <laughs> and uh, and then the first thing he says after it is, this is for you. And he points <laughs> to the crowd. And like, I'm like, he just gets it. He understands his role and who, you know, his you know role is the face of the franchise. And it's just, it's it's so refreshing to see someone like a pro athlete, just completely understand why he's there and how awesome his job is and how easy it is to to make everyone around him feel, you know, like they're a part of it as well. And we all hear about how much Felix likes the challenge. He likes he likes to to have the competition and, and what could be the greater challenge than than trying to make the Mariners a good team. <laughs> God, you're really bringing me down. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's bringing me down? Raul Abanez. Okay. Oh. <sighs> One of my best friends, Ben Toll. Our first conversation we ever had was about Raul Abanez. <laughs> at, at freshman orientation in college. and uh, I came and I, I, I thought I was a hotshot sabermetrician guy, like, I I feel like I recently got into USS Mariner and stuff and and I think it was 2008 so we had Raul and and he was just I was beginning to understand about defense and that it actually mattered and and I feel like I must have just straight up asked him hey what do you think about Raul Bunny 
And he was like, I'm all about Raul. He hits hella dingers. And, and I was like, fuck you. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Uh, and now look at me. I'm all about Mike Morris because he hits hella dingers. <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah. We weren't craving dingers as, as badly back then yeah. as we are now. Yeah. We but, had a few dinger hitters in there. I mean, the thing with Raul is like, yeah, he's a great guy. You know, when I, when I, quote unquote, accidentally, I like seriously, guys, accidentally, uh, stayed in the same hotel as the Mariners in New York. He was like helping an old lady in an elevator, and it's like, man, yeah, Raul is just such a great guy. <laughs> and um, he's got the veteran presence stuff, and yeah, like that's. Ugh, it's just, the, like the, just, the thing to me, uh, one more thing, is Rolabanias, we get all this fluff crap about how he's, his veteran presence is going to help our team. <laughs> but you know the last time he was here, we had a young core of Felix and uh, Uni and Jose Lopez. Like, like that was our middle infield. Jose Lopez and Uniescu Bentoncourt were going to be our, you know, the double play twins. And they had Raul Abanez to help them along, whatever. And, you know, they turn out to be, like, the two worst players in the history of baseball. <laughs> a little harsh. Like, it's not even that they were bad. It's that no, literally, Uni crazy. is, like, one of... Yeah, exactly. And they... Yeah. And then, and then, I mean, <laughs> they just hang out and eat ice cream all day. <laughs> is that what they did in the Ride commercial? I'm just going to assume. They just... Because maybe... Bikes and they're like, this will help with all that ice cream we ate. <laughs> yeah. I love this. Maybe they learned about ice cream in that commercial, and they were like, <laughs> became addicted to ice cream, and they got really fat. I think so. But like, think... Raul Barney's obviously did not instill any discipline, <laughs> either at the plate or within their dietary habits. <laughs> I mean, oh my god, it's just like, it's like, yeah, I know it's easy for you beat writers to write your story about how he's going to bring this but it's like we've already done this now it's the third time we're doing this and it's frustrating but i mean how can you be inspired by raul i mean like (laughs) yeah he could be a great guy but like it's it means less if it's the idiot who falls down like every time (laughs) a ball is hit within 30 feet of him you know if you want the presence to inspire the young players, you gotta like pay the big money and get someone good to actually like go out there and be a champ. I agree. Well, practically lives with us. We've traded him for him nine times now. Might as well end his career as a Mariner, or we'll just trade him again halfway through the season. Who knows? I don't think we ever traded him. He always just walks away. He walks like, away and then he walks back. Yeah. <sighs> Speaking of returns, we've got uh, Andy Chavez again. All about so, it. You're all about it? God. Oh, just because you're fantasy about the revenge? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you, I don't know why this is on the list either. Like, it. I mean, think of it this way. He is Franklin Gutierrez's insurance. He's already been sent to AAA. You know, he's he's going to start the year in AAA. He is just there until, you know, <laughs> lightning strikes from <laughs> Gutierrez. 
Iggy butt syndrome. You think that's what it's going to take at this point? Just a natural a natural phenomenon happens Literally, in center a, fields a, and causes him the, to break The roof up. is going to be closing and like it's going to derail and like <laughs> fall on top of Franklin Gutierrez. Final destination style. Seriously. But um, I don't know, I'm trying to be optimistic about Goody. Yeah, me too. I I mean, I, it's I think, it, and you know. again, it's he's not injury prone. It's not like he's got a hamstring, you know, or he just happens to have a rare bowel disease. And then, the, <laughs> and then the next. I shouldn't laugh at that. <laughs> and then the next year, <laughs> you know, he, he gets way too ripped and rips his muscle like off of his, his boob chest. muscle. His boob, yes, his boob muscle. That's what the sophisticated uh, medical professionals call <laughs> But then, uh, and then he comes back from that, and what happens? Do you remember? I feel like he was kind of good. Yeah, he was yeah. awesome. And then he... Took he's, a blow to the face. Yeah, he's he? on first base, and he, the pickoff throw hits him in the face. Oh, yeah, I remember that. It's like... Yeah. This is uh, bad luck. I know, God. Terrible so That's luck. what I'm saying. I mean, God is going to... Like, the roof is going to kill him. <laughs> No. But, but then we'll be okay because we got Andy Chavez and he's he's like you know skinny little awesome guy. I'm all about Andy Chavez. I, it's just I feel like Andy Chavez coming back right at the end of things is is like it's like the Mariners just saying, "Yep, we had no ideas this entire <laughs> winter and." That is Spring. not. The, that's not the way to look at it, Sean. It's just <laughs> taking advantage of an opportunity. <laughs> we didn't have a, uh, you know, especially when you're getting rid of Casper Wells, and you're depending on Michael Saunders to be, you know, your your left fielder. It's not. <laughs> they're not getting Andy Chavez to be a part of the team. They're just, you know, they're just checking their boxes. Fine. There's, there's nothing wrong with Andy Chavez. Former Mariner, not amazingly great. What's the third box there? Available. Available. <laughs> no, I mean just checking. You know, you know. It's good to have a backup plan. I wish that Uni had a backup plan when he ran into Andy. He did. Stay healthy. <laughs> Uh, Jennifer Lopez eat movie. cheeseburgers because he was running backwards when he ran into him. <laughs> so what's Dustin Ackley's deal? His swings like are super weird. <laughs> Did he change it? Yeah, hella. Why? Because he sucked. <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah, pretty true. Who told him he'd be better? Himself. <laughs> he went into his igloo in Detroit and. Uh, <laughs> Worked on it all winter, I guess. Bulletproof igloo. Pretty much. Why would you move to Detroit? I don't understand. He lives in Detroit? Maybe I uh, mean not Detroit. Somewhere in Michigan. You, you always made it sound like it was Detroit. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Him and his wife like moved there. Maybe she has family there. I don't Where's know. Where's he from originally? Like South Carolina? North Carolina. North Carolina. But it's like, like <laughs> let's move to Detroit. <laughs> Not here, it's nice. Especially in the winter, where like the only time you have off, you're going to spend in the winter <laughs> in Michigan. Yeah. But I mean, that's where he has his fortress of solitude, where he can work on his swing. 
Why didn't he get in touch with Josh Bard's brother? <laughs> That's not for everyone, sure. <laughs> I mean, he, I, f- I feel like his whole thing was he, he just, uh, I don't know. He, he, I mean, his whole life he's been a contact hitter. And, uh, you know, that's that's not what he was trying to do last year. It seemed like he was trying to rip the ball out of the ballpark. And so, I mean, he, he, I feel like he's going back to being, you know, just being what he was, a contact hitter. And, and like, I, I listened to an interview with um, Jason Churchill today, and he said, you know, he that's what he's he's back to doing. He's making contact. He's not striking out every time. He's, you know, he's... I think he said something about, you know, back in college he was using an aluminum bat so he, he he could get away with bad habits. And you know, wood is not as forgiving and so so now it's time finally time to clean it up. That's what he's doing and it's weird cuz like when I saw him in spring training he didn't do anything. All the games I've watched on TV in spring training, he hasn't do any he hasn't done anything except like ground out and pop up. So like I had this perception that he was doing really bad, but he's actually betting like three ninety. So okay, spring training. That's good. I, I I for some reason I thought he was doing bad this spring. See, for some reason it's just <laughs> he does not instill confidence. Uh, but this will be his first season where he definitely has the leadoff man role. Um, uh, but no, he doesn't. He's betting like he, eighth. What? <laughs> yeah. Who's our leadoff man? Um, it looks like they're going with uh, Gutierrez and Saunders. They suck. Wait, no, <laughs> Saunders doesn't. Goody sucked last year. Goody didn't suck last year. He was just injured all year. Well, I like how me and Sean try to make confident statements, and then Liz is just like, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> I mean, these are just little things that don't matter at all. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay that you, you don't know these stupid things that that I know. Yeah. It's like, you know, all the statistical models that say batting order literally has no significant meaning. Like, if you, you could have the pitcher bat first and over a whole season it would mean like two runs. <laughs> but it's fun That'd to be talk pretty about. cool. Yeah, it'd be hella cool. I'm all about pitchers batting. Felix, David baby. Wells. David Wells, so fat. <laughs> Here's something before we... I mean, we're cruising through this list, so I got a little tidbit. So you guys know Nick Franklin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gained like 100 pounds, right? Yeah, gained like 100 pounds, exactly. <laughs> so he... Uh, yeah, he, so he goes on this like, you know, 6,500-calorie diet, you know, like super Michael Phelps style... He's eating like 500 Chick-fil-A's and cheeseburgers a day. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, and I guess the Mariners like put a kibosh on that after the after the story came out. But like, why didn't they do that with Jose Lopez or Unieski <laughs> Bentoncourt? <laughs> the ice cream. Yeah, or, or Carlos Silva. Like, I heard stories of Carlos Silva eating like three double doubles after games. <laughs> like, <laughs> like. How it just seems strange. For one, how do you eat three double doubles? I have trouble eating one. Yeah, well, you know. 
He's got the power of Christ. So, so was he trying to gain a hundred pounds? Uh, yeah, I, like yeah. he went on this it's like good weight. Yeah, I mean he, he okay, was he so was like, like lifting. It's not like he's like obese. Yeah, it? Yeah. it wasn't he like, like a problem. Pounds. No, I mean he doesn't he doesn't look fat at all. You know he looks fine. Built okay. Yeah, and he okay. just I mean he, he gained, and I I from what I heard it was like like almost all of it went to his legs. So he's just got like super you know muscular legs now. <laughs> Thunder thighs. Thunder thighs, right? That's where the dingers come from, baby. Okay. But well, I guess the marriage... Gonna, but, but did they put a kibosh on it because they were getting worried? Well, they probably just... Like he was getting addicted to it? I don't know. Addicted I... to the rush of all those calories? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sounded like, oh, yeah, you put on a lot of muscle, so that's good enough. You don't need to be... I, I'm sure it's it's... It's probably harder to keep the workout schedule going, I imagine. Because if you're eating that much and like lifting, you know, ginormous weights every day, it's it's better for you than during a baseball season. It's harder to work out, you know, because you're playing baseball every single day. So mm-hmm. I'm sure that would not be ideal if he, he was kept his eating habits and <laughs> was only playing baseball. Where's he gonna end up this year? You think? He'll start in AAA. I mean, he he hasn't really done anything in AAA. So he he wasn't very good in AAA last year. So we'll, we'll so, see if he does okay there. But in, in your mind, he's probably going to spend the whole season there? Um, I mean, we'll see. I mean, what, like, what if Brendan Ryan's worse? Like, I know he's the greatest shortstop of all time, but <laughs> I, I feel like if Nick Franklin's tearing it up and Brendan Ryan's still hitting 190, they might... I feel like that's a good possibility they could call him up. Uh, I think they're pretty committed to Brendan Ryan. They did give him a commercial again this season. <laughs> well, that's just because he's an incredible actor. <laughs> he's our that's best. True. Even though I, I, the more I watch that commercial, it's pretty bad. I feel like <laughs> all the commercials were pretty bad. Huh? I feel like all How the commercials were pretty bad. How many times have you already seen this commercial? I watched it online a couple of times, and then they, they play it. Uh, during the games sometime on TV. My God. You're so far ahead of me. I know. You know, the only game I watched the spring training, I turned the TV on and immediately uh, I was watching Jesus Montero get hit in the head with a baseball bat. <laughs> like immediately, <laughs> as soon as I turned, I just turned it off and walked away. <laughs> yeah. You gotta at least wait till the games count for you to watch stuff like that. <laughs> it's hard to watch. So the last talking point is Kenry Morales. Uh, is he worth the price of not having Seattle Mariners MVP Jason Vargas <laughs> on the team? <laughs> yes. If there's one person more boring than Blake Bevin, it's probably <laughs> Jason Vargas. I was just amused by... How Sean's entire family was like the Jason Vargas fan club. Like, wasn't there one season where like every game you went to with your dad, Jason Vargas was starting? And yeah, I remember well, going to to one game. It was like against the Yankees, and Jason Vargas. You know, he did a pretty average job on the mound. He gave up like four runs or something. But then when he was walking off the field and he got he had just gotten taken out of the game. Like Sean's dad and Sean, like 
stand up and start giving him a standing ovation. Okay, that's no one he else shut in out. the. He shut them out. He didn't give up four runs. He didn't shut them out. He shut them out for seven innings and they took him out. I don't believe it. The time <laughs> I gave him a... I I remember giving him the standing ovation, and that was because he was shutting out the Yankees. Well, Maybe in your delusion to mind. There's no way that was a shutout. Anyway, it was just such an eerie coincidence because we never. My my dad buys his Mariner tickets like right now, and he just picks his favorite promotions, and and buys tickets for those. And just somehow, coincidentally, they're always Jason Vargas <laughs> games. For the last few seasons, we kept seeing him, and you know, after a while. That was like one season I saw Miguel Batista pitch like seven times. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds awful. Yeah. Was every game like five hours long? <laughs> yeah, but I just watched him like, I just imagined him playing saxophone and writing mystery <laughs> novels. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so talented. Except at baseball. Seducing beat reporters, you know, doing his thing. So what do you think about Kenry Morales? I'm all about him. My oh, yeah, uh, my Angels uh, friend is uh, he says he's he, he's he's about to have a big year. Do you think we'll probably trade him at the halfway point? Yeah, I mean if we're terrible, it's very. I mean, uh, yes, because we don't have much else to trade away. Yeah, pretty much him and Mike Morse are our, they're both one year deals, so. If, if we're out of it and they're good, I feel like we'll still be in it, though. Yeah, I mean, in, do you think there is a possibility that we might surprise some people? I think, I think we're, I think, yeah. Like, I mean, it, it's probably April talking, but I feel like mm-hmm. we can. We've been so unlucky. Like, we've lost so yeah. many one-run games. I feel like it's our turn to be the Orioles or be the A's or whatever, you know. And even if. Even if we're we don't, you know, legitimately compete, I feel like we we'll, we could still be in the race for a wild card spot in July. I mean, it, last year we were like one of three teams in the entire league that was not within three <laughs> games of the wild card spot, and we were like fifteen games out. So I mean, was it last year that it was the streak? Was last no, year that was the year before yeah. where we lost, what, 17 games yeah. in a row? <laughs> yeah. That was pretty soul-crushing. I just love the the, uh, the graphs. Yeah, every, every day, <laughs> Jeff Sullivan would put the graph up and they would have, like, a little Sesame Street cartoon with, like, the number of losses in a row. <laughs> we learned so much. Yeah, that's how I learned well, to count. Since we've come full circle, I think it's time to actually make the list. Uh, you want to guide me on here, Matt? Um, well, I so like we to totally disagree with... Well, I guess you moved a lot of those. So many do we have? I think we have ten. Yeah, we got yeah. ten. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm, like, kind of optimistic about some of these. So I guess we could just put those towards the bottom. What are you optimistic about? I'm optimistic about Smoke, Ackley, Walls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So what what are those are you most uh, enthusiastic about? Uh, I'd say smoke. Just smoke. Go smoke, Oop. and then I'd go Ackley, and then I'd go walls. Because walls. Walls are double-edged sword. Yeah, <laughs> definitely double-edged sword. And 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 a thing Dave Cameron said the other day is that it it might um, inflate home runs, but it also might suppress doubles. So it's kind of like you're just trading, you know, good for good, and you know everyone else is hitting more dingers too. So. So I'm I'm still a little confused why no more Mike crap is on here. <laughs> Isn't that a good thing in your book? I thought you guys were all about Mike Carp. But not like I mean, he's that okay. Much. I don't really care. <laughs> like it's not that big a deal. This guy. Yeah. He didn't really have a a place. I don't think his absence will be really detrimental to the team. I think you should put Mike, you should put him at ten. You should no. I think you should take that off and put Mike Morse. Because I feel like okay. that's still a yeah, that's, that's still a, big a deal. Yeah. We that's, could get more badly burned by it yeah. than that money that Mike Carp gave us. <laughs> we might spend that money in a bad place. So if, if Mike Morse is seven, would Kenny Morales be six? Just keep those dudes together. I I put Morales at six. Morales was a good deal. I mean, we we literally. Right after that, signed Joe Saunders. I mean, who is Jason Vargas <laughs> without the Italian look? The Jersey Shore the look. The Jersey Shore look. <laughs> so, it's a big part of the appeal. Um, I guess if you're, I guess y you can just have that standpoint of that you're going to miss Jason Vargas. That's why the season is going to suck for you, Sean. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> At least I get to see plenty of him with the A's. I guess the angels. I mean, if that's you can call them the A's. The halos. <laughs> they got A's on their hats. Yeah. I'll allow it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, I go Blake Boring next. I get you. you're focusing on the players. I feel like. Blake Bevin's not that big a deal because he's probably going to suck really bad and then be replaced relatively soon. So, or they'll keep him in forever because he's a bulldog and a winner. You know. <laughs> <Either way. laughs> uh, I still don't feel that strongly about Casper the Friendly Ghost. Uh, it's just such a bad idea. <laughs> it's, it's just like, hey, we have this. I mean. It's literally like taking Sean Figgins. I mean, the Marlins just did this. They brought Sean Figgins in for, to camp, which is fine. See if he can bounce back. He hit like 330 for the Marlins in spring training. But they cut him because he's terrible. I mean, just because Jason Bay is having a good spring means nothing. He's been bad for like three years. I mean, Mets fans think we are insane. <laughs> Just like we would think someone is insane for 
for doing anything with Sean Figgins. You know what I mean? You yeah. don't. You don't. It doesn't make any sense. We watched Sean Figgins decline for three years. Jason Bay is thirty-five. He's not okay. a. He's not a fourth outfielder. Well, I mean, it's, I guess it's just the way Sean worded it, more being about Casper Wells. But yeah, when you think of it in terms of being about <laughs> Jason Bay, yeah, yeah, that is probably going to be a train wreck. <laughs> If I rename it, <laughs> very nice. Shun renamed it Master Bay Shun because we're just screwing ourselves. Uh, <laughs> oh, I like it. It's dirty. I like it. Uh, I go Angels, Rangers, A's make us feel bad next. All right, the division makes us feel bad. Yep. So it's basically a showdown between Jason Bay and Raul Labanez. For 2-3? Yeah. I'd go Raul and then masturbation. <laughs> Raul at 3? Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Okay. Raul's n- niceness gives him a little bit of a break. His veteran presence we all appreciate. He doesn't even know how he got here. You know what I'm saying? No one does. So, our top ten reasons to... We don't uh, even debate about number one. <laughs> I mean, obvious. It's obvious. Yeah. It was... Yeah, that was really crushing for me, hearing that news, because I was just like, so is this... Am I going to be nearing the end of my time as a Mariners fan? I mean, what else is there? But, you know, I, I came to my senses, and it, it's not that big a deal, but it's still... It was still one of the big things in my my Mariners fandom. I definitely have been reading more fan graphs lately. <laughs> it's just you know they talk about the baseball season being a marathon, and you know he was always there, running with us, keeping us chipper. It's gonna be hard to not have him anymore. So, our top 10 reasons to not be excited about the Mariners season. Number 10, Justin Smoke might officially be a bust. Number 9, what's Dustin Ackley's deal? Uh, number 8, less walls, mo problems. Number 7, we have Mike Morse now and we don't have John Jaso. Uh, number 6, where's Jason Vargas? The Varg dog! Number 5, Blake Boring. Uh, I mean Bevan. Number four, Angels, Rangers, A's make us feel bad. Number three, Raul Ibanez. Number two, Masturbation. And number one, <laughs> Jeff Sullivan's pseudo-retirement. God, I miss you, Jeff. You're doing God's work, son. Just like us over at MildlyPlease.com, our own <laughs> blog that none of us are retiring from in the immediate future. But you might think we are from the lack of posts recently. Hey, man, I got like 30 queued up. And we got David Bowie week coming up, I guess. Is that still going to happen? I think so. Why not? I'm still down. April Fool's Day. All is fun. Keep you on your toes. Um, iTunes is a thing. Podcast. <laughs> I'll see you next week. <laughs>